Welcome to the Small Baller Podcast. My name is Trevor Reddick, and as always, I'm joined by a man who has a lot of wrong opinions when it comes to his NBA greatest player of all time rankings, Brandon Siegel. Okay, you know, it's, it's, it's nice to be back, okay, but let's address this. The other day, Trevor liked a tweet <laughs> that did not have Dwayne Wade in the top 20 players of all time, which that is a fact. And uh, okay, so since what? he liked it, I sent it to him and said, oh, look at this, LeBron's at number one, because obviously that's, that's what any reasonable person would have. But also, Dwayne Wade wasn't in the top 20, and Trevor did not like that I sent that. You didn't like it very much. Yeah, but just because you like a tweet doesn't mean you agree with it. Sometimes people like tweets that they don't agree with. And also, I'm pretty sure your... in your bio it says like sequel endorsement. So that's that's no, what I saw. It, it definitely does not say that. It definitely <laughs> does not say that. And you also you think that Steph Curry is a top ten player all time, which I think is just ridiculous. I I said maybe. I said there could definitely be some debate. But he's he's up there. But you know what? That's for another day. All right, that's yeah. for another day. We're, we're gonna have to talk about this on a future podcast. We're gonna have to do yeah, our own rankings. We we have plenty going on today. But before we get into everything, I want to point out where the audio might not be perfect today. We're not in our studio. We are all quarantined um, in our own homes. Uh, so everyone, stay safe. Wash your hands. Don't go within six feet of anyone. Really, you know, just stay Absolutely. at home. Do your thing. Um, be safe out there. Uh, we actually have an essential worker in our midst. Trevor is considered an essential worker. Um, so, you know, ev- everyone should understand how hard Trevor works, I think. That, that's that's my opinion. Trevor, you're a very hard worker. But <laughs> we have another member here. We Well, not with us in person, but we have another member here. Um, it's it's our, our, our normal member. Uh, current, well, he recently got a new uh, segment on the podcast, but we're going to welcome in my I guess I guess you're kind of a future or a previous roommate now, right? But wow, uh, yeah. previous roommate Ben O'Brien, which that's very sad to say. That's kind of depressing, honestly. Yeah, it is very depressing. It's but. it's sad to say, but yeah, we had we you know we had to move out early. Well, I guess we're not fully moved out, but Ben, how you doing today? I'm doing all right. How you guys doing? Well, I'm fantastic. Doing well. We're recording. Yeah, you know that that's, yes. that's as good as it gets. And and we got a fun one today. So Trevor, do you want to break it down, or you you want me to? I, I'm break down what we're doing today because it's not going to be a normal episode of the podcast right yeah i mean i could break it down so basically what we're going to be doing is we're going to be taking joe lenardi's most recent um bracket for the ncaa tournament and we're going to be going through the the whole bracket we're going to do it in two parts um but basically we're going to decide between us three who should advance in each matchup so it's going to be majority rules best two out of three is who advances mm-hmm. um and yeah it's going to be our opinions it's going to be you know based on what we saw throughout the season and who we think is uh the best team yeah so it's going to be Trevor and I will make a decision if we are split it'll go to uh Ben and he will be the final deciding vote um so this is not who we want to win it's who we think we're going to win so I don't expect Trevor to put West Virginia in the championship. I'm not going to put Michigan in there. Um, and I, I I, mean, I guess this team has a good chance of winning, but I would hope Ben wouldn't just put Dayton in there because he likes them. Um, but right. you know what? We'll see. We'll see how this turns out. Uh, like Trevor said, we're just doing the first two rounds. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll, let's just get right into it. Trevor, what is the first game that we're yeah. doing? Now, again, this is Joe Lenardi's pass bracket. Uh, we have a bracket in front of us that we are sharing between the three of us so we can all see it. Uh, ben will be writing the responses in while we do this, so we can keep on, you know, moving it forward. And I will post the bracket, hopefully, in the description if we can get it. If not, you know, I'll figure it out so you guys can all see the bracket, whether we tweet it uh, at Small Baller Pod on Twitter or we put it in the description. So we'll we'll figure it out so you guys can all see the bracket. But what's our first matchup today, Trevor? Right. So real quick, just to confirm, Ben is not per- Ben is only breaking ties. He is not yes. participating. Yes. Uh, I feel like I still have a lot of power. 
No, okay. Ben, you have the most power. You have yeah, the most power because the thing is, is my vote individually cannot decide something, and Trevor's can't either. But yours can. Yours, yours can right. fully decide a decision. It's a lot of pressure, but I think I can. I think I can handle it. I, I have full faith in you. I I know your abilities, and you'll be able to do it. So Trevor, first matchup. <laughs> what do we got? Yeah, so the first matchup in the first four, we're going to go with Boston University and Robert Morris. This is a 16-seed uh, matchup, and the winner gets the honor of facing the Dayton Flyers. Ooh, so this is a tough matchup here about two teams that I know just an enormous amount about. So I'm, I'm going to go with Robert Morris. I got to watch them in their championship game, um, and I know nothing about Boston uh, University, so I'm going to pick Robert Morris. Trevor, what do you got? Interesting. All right, so um, I'm not going to spend too much time on this one because, again, I also agree. I don't know a ton about these teams, but I'm actually going to go Boston University. They uh, defeated Colgate in the championship game, who Colgate was the favorite to win this conference, and Boston University took them down in a close 64-61 matchup. Colgate, by the way, has uh, Nellie Cummings, who previously played at Bowling Green. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go with Boston University for this one. Um, oh, you're going with Boston University, so we're splitting. Yes. All right, Ben, for, you're right up. You're 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 yeah. in the batting. Uh, you're you're up to bat right now. Who who you get to pick? Well, obviously, there's a lot of pressure for this one because there's a lot there's a lot on the line for this one playing the uh, <laughs> the University of Dayton Flyers. That is true. Uh, I, it's funny because originally I was I was leaning one way, but actually, the more I thought about it, like just based on the season, because I've watched both these teams play not a lot, a couple times. I'm actually I'm gonna go Boston. I'm gonna go Boston. All University. right, all right. Boston University takes home the the uh, 16th seed, so we can rewrite that. And look at that. It, the pen is already at work typing it, and I see it. It's going uh-huh. in. Yep. So let's go to our next matchup, Trevor, which I believe is what, Texas-Richmond? Yes, Texas-Richmond is uh, next up. This is a 12-seed matchup. And, you know, Texas, they, they accumulated a lot of losses throughout the season. Uh, Richmond, very good team in the A-10. So um, this should be another matchup to see who will face Butler. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with Richmond. Uh, Texas had a lot of losses this year, um, and I, I don't think they're an overly talented team where I really like Richmond. They have uh, the defensive player of the year uh, in the A-10 conference, um, and he, I, I know he's one of the best uh, defensive guards in the country. So I, I like Richmond here. I just think they're a, they're a better-ranked team. Uh, Richmond in RPI is 24 versus Texas, which I think they were in the 70s, 50s. Excuse me, they are 50. Um, so I'm going to go with Richmond. I, I, I actually believe Richmond has a chance. Yeah, you know, this is a tough one for sure. I haven't got to see Richmond a lot. I've seen Texas a little bit more, and I think they, they have a lot of talent. Um, I was surprised, actually, at how many losses they picked up. And I think we're going to have another disagreement again because I'm going with Texas in this one. Oh, all right, Ben. Quick answer. What do you think? You get to stay in the A-10 or you get to go to the Big 12? I am going to stay in the A-10. I think I've watched Richmond there play a lot go. this year. I, they have three really good players. I, I'm going to pick Richmond. I think they're pretty good. I like that pick a lot. Let's uh let's keep the train moving. We're on to NC State UCLA. I know NC State was a big bubble team. I'm surprised that Lenardi put them in the bracket. Um, I know they've picked up a couple quality wins. Trevor, what do you think on this matchup? Yeah, so with this one, um, UCLA surprisingly actually finished the year very well. They uh, were very good in Pac-12 play. NC State, they have you know they have Markel Johnson uh, from the Cleveland area, definitely a player who I I, I support and I you know, try to keep up on how he's doing. But I'm going to go with UCLA in this one. I think uh, the Bruins get this one done. Um, yeah, so we have NC State RPI 55, 20, and 12. Uh, UCLA is 19 and 12, uh, RPI 60. So they're very, very close teams. Um, NC State, I didn't love at the end of the year. Where I agree with 
UCLA had a much better later part of the year. So I'm also going to go with UCLA. I think this will be an easy one. We will not have to go to the uh, the decision maker for this one. I believe we have one more first four matchup out of Dayton, Ohio. Um, it's, yes. it's a doozy. What is it? So it is uh, Prairie View A&M versus North Carolina Central. Yeah, uh, so North Carolina Central and Prairie View A&M seem to just kind of always be in the tournament, the 16th seed. Uh, I'm going to go with North Carolina here. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm going to agree with you. Um, North Carolina Central is my pick for this one. Perfect. We are out of the first four. Let's go to the normal bracket. We're going to start in the Midwest with Kansas and Siena. Uh, Trevor, very hard pick for you here. What do you think? Very hard pick. Um, uh, no, but seriously, it, it's got to be Kansas. You know, congrats to Siena on a great year, but uh, Kansas is the pick here for obvious reasons. You know, the whole year they have been, uh, fun- they've played phenomenal. Yeah, moving forward, Kansas. It's it's. I don't I don't see another uh, UMBC happening here. Uh, so yeah, Kansas. Let's move them forward. Uh, next All up, right. Trevor. What do we got? What's the next matchup? All right. So next up, we got Houston and Marquette. Obviously, Marquette still with Marcus Howard. Um, Houston. Um, they've been very good with Kelvin Sampson the past few years, and here again, here they are again in the tournament. Yeah. Um. I I think this is an interesting matchup. I really like. Uh, Marquette a lot. I love uh, Marcus Howard is still there. I believe. I think this is his final year. Correct. Yes. Um, and I I think Marquette is a good team. I just think Houston is a much better team. Um, I actually think a nine is kind of uh perfect seating for Marquette, but an eight's kind of low for Houston. You know, I see their RPI, their top twenty five RPI. I, I feel like they're they're kind of underrated in that sense. So uh, I'm gonna have to go with Houston. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you on this one. I think Marquette, um, they're a little too like reliant on Marcus Howard. He hasn't got as much help as I think he needs uh, to try to make a run in the tournament. So I'm going to go with Houston. Pretty uh, pretty easy decision there, I feel like. Uh, moving along to the 5-12, versus 12, we have Auburn versus Liberty. Uh, I think this is a great matchup. Trevor, I'd, I'd like to hear where you're going to go first. Yeah, I, I agree. And Liberty, uh, last year in the tournament, they pulled a couple upsets. I think as a 12 seed is in that one as well, or maybe they were 13, but regardless. Yeah, they were 12, they were 12 um, I believe. Yeah, right. But regardless, they uh, pulled some upsets again this season. They finished with 30 wins. They were 30 and 4 overall. And yes, Auburn had a, a decent year as well. They were a little under the radar, but um, I think were. Liberty, they were under the radar, but Liberty, you know, they've had. Um, you know, some strong, obviously they were very good in their conference. They didn't play a really a good schedule at all. However, knowing their track record, they got a lot of leadership. I'm going with Liberty here. You know, I, I think this is a tough decision. Uh, and let me explain why my RPI rankings here have Auburn at five, um, which is probably a little bit higher than I think most people would put them. Um, I think Liberty actually... Even though winning 30 games, they kind of underperformed. I think they lost two or three games in conference in a very weak conference, not a place where they probably uh, were bound to lose games. Um, but I, I would want to see an upset here, and I think it would happen. I, I just, I, I think Liberty's a much better team year in and year out than we, you know, think. It's kind of crazy their like rise um, to how good they were because I believe like five years ago they were just terrible. I could be wrong on like the exact time frame, but yeah, I'm gonna pick Liberty here too. I, I, I think the upset is is bound to happen. All right. So let's keep moving it along. We got Wisconsin, the four seed against North Texas next. Um, I don't see North Texas taking this one out. I, I'm going to pick Wisconsin, stay in the Big Ten, um, hopefully get uh, the Big Ten a little more money from this game. Um, so Wisconsin will take this one. 
Yeah, Wisconsin's a, a, a team where I didn't really expect them to do this well. You know, they in the past few years, obviously Wisconsin's a program who's been very great in the past, but particularly the past two or three years, they've kind of under, underperformed a little bit, and they haven't really been in that top four or five in the Big Ten. Um, but this year, they, they've turned it back around, and yeah, I agree. I'm going to go with Wisconsin in this one. Yeah, no, I I agree with the pick. Um, I, I I it is interesting. Wisconsin also another team kind of just you know flew a little bit under the radar. You know they were not expected to do nearly as well as they were going to do. Um, but let's move forward. Um, next we have what Iowa and East Tennessee State six versus eleven. Trevor, right. what what are your thoughts here in this matchup? Yeah, so Iowa obviously with Luca Garza who's had a fantastic season. I know some people think he should be the player of the year. I personally think it's Obi and I'm sure Ben agrees with that. Um and you might as well Brandon, but uh Luca Garza and Iowa they've had a phenomenal year. Um East Tennessee State, you know, they they're an interesting team though as well. Um out of the SoCon and they've been pretty good the past few years. Um so this one's really actually really tough for me. Um you know, Eastern Tennessee State it looks like they've won like at least 10 straight games in conference, which is crazy. They're on a hot streak. And I'm actually going to pick Eastern Tennessee State here. They actually played Kansas pretty well early in the season, lost by 12, but they were at least competitive. So I'm going to go with the upset. Yeah, no, I actually agree. I, I, I think I was a little bit weaker. Uh, similar reasons to Marquette. I think it's a big reliance on Garza. Um, and I actually agree with you. Obi should be player of the year and was. A uh, little shout out there to Dayton. Um, but I, I think, you know, you look at like a team versus uh, Dayton versus like an Iowa where they rely so much on Luca Garza, where Dayton does not have to rely on Obi to do 100% of the work uh, down low and just on, on the team as a whole. So I'm going to go with East Tennessee State too. I, I think they will pull this game off. Um, I, I also, the reason, the main reason was how they played Kansas. I, I think it's, yeah. you know, 12 seems like a lot and it is a good amount, but I mean, these are two completely different levels of teams. Um, and East Tennessee State kind of competing with them. Um, but let's and, move forward. And they beat, uh, they beat LSU too, by the way. I just wanted to throw that in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's that's a good win. Um, LSU's a solid team too. Um, so let's move on. Duke versus Belmont. Uh, quickly, Trevor, quickly, before we do this, did Duke, um, you know, underperform this year? See, it's so tough to say because every time I watch Duke, they didn't seem like – like they were obviously they're always good, but it didn't seem like this powerhouse that I saw last year or in most other years when Duke's usually, you know, a top 10, top 15 team. They're always a powerhouse. Right. This season, it wasn't really the case. There was nothing that was really standing out to me. I'm like, all right, they're decent. They got some talented players. You know, Trey Jones is back. And you got Cassius Stanley and Vernon Carey's had a phenomenal year, but they weren't like fantastic. Now with Belmont, Belmont's a team who I've, previously really liked in other years um unfortunately they don't have quite the same um firepower dylan Windler's no, not dylan there Windler. anymore yeah yeah he's not there anymore um so i i gotta take duke in this one you know i i thought it i i i think the exact same thing about duke with you i i think it was just it wasn't quite the year i think they hoped for and they also didn't quite have the firepower this year but collectively the ncaa did not have the firepower this year it just wasn't as talented of a field um as we've seen in previous years so I, I think this is kind of a, a difficult one to decide um, in the sense that Duke did underperform this year. And I, I think Belmont is still a good team, but uh, I, I don't see them overcoming Duke here. Um, I definitely don't. I don't think I see Duke winning at all, per se. Um, but, you know, Duke is still a good team. It's just I think they did underperform a little bit. But for this matchup, I will have to pick Duke. Um, I, I think Vernon Carey might be just a little bit too much for a, uh, a Belmont team. 
Uh, moving along, we have the 7 versus 10, Providence, Arizona State. Trevor, what do you think? All right, so Providence is a team who earlier in the year, they weren't really necessarily expected to make the tournament um, because they weren't playing as well earlier in the year. But they really rattled off a lot of uh, wins later in the year. They got wins um, like over Villanova. I think they're on a winning streak, actually. Um, they won, um, or no, not necessarily on a winning streak, but or yeah, yeah. So they've won their past six. They won at Villanova. Um, and a close one, they went at Georgetown, they beat Seton Hall. So they've really been on a winning streak. And I think Providence is a dangerous team in this tournament. So I'm going to pick Providence here. Yeah, I'm actually, I, I think uh, this is an interesting matchup. Uh, I think these teams are a lot closer than the 7-10 uh, matchup. And, you know, it, it feels more like an 8-9 to nine to me. Because um, Arizona State's actually ranked higher on a lot of rankings in terms of RPI. I think they were on 34-ish, where uh, Providence was a little bit lower. Uh, they, they were 30. Arizona State was 34. Uh, Providence was 40. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go with the rankings here. I'm going to go with the stats. I'm going to say Arizona State. We're going to have to leave this one off to Ben uh, to see what he decides um, in a Providence-Arizona State. Ben, what do you think? Um, I agree with everything Trevor said. I know Providence at the beginning of the year, they were, a lot of people were really high on them. A lot, some people had them in their maybe Elite Eight, maybe Final Four, and then they kind of tailed off. But towards the end of the year, they became one of the hottest teams in the country. So they got hot at the right time. I got to go with Providence. All right, All solid right. pick. Like solid it. pick. Um, maybe, maybe you know, maybe they'll, they'll, they'll go through. I mean, they got to play a potential Kentucky or North Dakota State. We don't know. And that's our next matchup. So, Trevor, what do you think in this 2 versus 15? Um, so Kentucky's a team that I don't think a ton of people are necessarily talking about as much as maybe Kentucky's usually talked about. But when I watched them, they actually looked really good. I was really impressed with Kentucky. Um, I think they have like a lot of dynamic options as far as their guard play goes. They have Tyrese Maxey, Emmanuel Quickly, Ashton Hagens, and they're a really good defensive team. So um, uh, Kentucky's going to be the winner here for me, and, and uh, they could definitely make a deep run. Yeah, I really like Kentucky in this tournament. I, I, I think this Kentucky team is, is better than most people think. Um, for a lot of the reasons that you just said, I, I think they have a lot of good players um, on the team. No one who's like fabulous, you know, utterly amazing. But um, they did really well in a, a pretty tough SEC this year. The SEC had a, a, some good teams in there. Um, so Kentucky definitely takes this one. Um, and let, let's, you know, move on over to the next region. Where is this, the East? I think we're in the East, right? Is this the East? Yes, this is the East. Um, I don't um, know, but they the one seed. Yes, we are on Dayton as one seed. Dayton versus Boston University. Um, this is a pretty easy answer for me. Dayton, I, I, I think you'll be seeing Dayton a lot in our uh, bracket here. So Dayton will take the first one to me. Yeah, I agree. It's got to be Dayton here. Uh, just a phenomenal year. Only two losses on the year. Undefeated in A10 play. Just yeah, Obi Toppin and Jalen Crutcher were phenomenal. So it's got to be Dayton. Um, and we we got a good matchup up next. Eight versus nine, Colorado, Florida. So I think this is a very interesting matchup for two reasons. And one for each team. Number one, Colorado beat Dayton earlier in the year, a game I believe, Ben, you were attending, correct? Yes, I was there, and it was very depressing. Um, and Florida, who Trevor and I thought would do very well this year um, with uh, Blackshear as the transfer from Virginia Tech, um, and really a pretty Scotty Lewis, also a pretty good team um, that Florida put together that did not perform how they, you know, how we thought they would. I mean, I think we both picked, we both picked them to win it all at the beginning of the year, correct, Trevor? Yeah, we did. <laughs> uh, which now looks like a pretty stupid pick. Yeah. Um, so I'm very interested to hear what you have to say. Ben, as a Dayton fan, would you not want a Colorado matchup here, or would you want it because you've seen them already? Um, I would want a Colorado matchup. I think if they played again, I think Dayton would win. I think 
I think Colorado is really good. I think Florida is really good too, but as a Dayton fan, I would want to see Colorado again. Mm-hmm. All right. So I actually would not give that to Dayton. I think Florida would take this. I still have faith in Florida, even though they did not perform quite as well this year. I, I think they are just very talented um, as a whole. So I'm going to pick Florida. Trevor, what do you think? Yeah. So Colorado is a team that really impressed me earlier in the year, um, like their win uh, against Dayton and uh, some other games when I got to see him, McKinley Wright, Tyler Bay, just very impressive. Um, but at the end of the year, they kind of tailed off a little bit. They weren't playing as well. Um, so I'm going to go with Florida here. They almost beat Kentucky in uh, their last game they played. So I'm going to go with Florida. Next, we have 5 versus 12, Butler and Richmond. Um, another good matchup. We put Richmond forward in the first four. Uh, Trevor, what do you think here? Uh, so this is another tough one for me. I didn't get to see, um, well, like I said before, I didn't get to really see Richmond. Um, so this one's tough. I think I'm going to stick with Butler here. Um, they did have a pretty good year. Um, so yeah, Butler. Um, I think we're going to have to go back to Ben because I'm going to pick Richmond, and I'll explain why. In the RPI, they are right next to each other at 20. Um, but Richmond, 24-7, and seven, I, I think they just had a pretty good year, and I think uh, having that strong uh, defensive guard um, up the guards up front is going to be so huge in the tournament like this um, because of how important the guard play is. So I'm going to pick Richmond. We're going to go to Ben, the, uh, the decision maker. What do you think, Ben? Um. I'm going to go with Richmond. I think Richmond's really good. And Butler, go. they've been good, but I really haven't been super impressed with Butler this year. I agree. I, I agree. I, I've been very impressed with Richmond this year. They beat Wisconsin early in the year. I think Richmond's a really good team. Let's, uh, let's keep it moving. We have Maryland and, sadly, Akron next. Um, no hate to Akron, just they, they took our spot, our Falcons spot, uh, four versus 13 matchup. Trevor, at the beginning of the year, you, were, uh, you said Maryland was ranked too high. That was your overrated team. Um, you ended up being a little bit correct. I, I I wouldn't say, you know, they're still really good. It just, they didn't perform how they were supposed to perform. You know, they were ranked super high at the beginning of the year. I, I don't know exactly what they were six or seven. Um, and they're now a four seed. So who do you have in this matchup? Yeah. So this one's a tough one for me. Um, Maryland's a team who historically in the past few years has not done, has not performed well in the tournament. Um, Akron, um, they've, they've had, They've had many uh, tournament appearances in the last five, ten years. Um, so I think it's definitely going to be interesting. Lauren Christian Jackson, you know, the point, uh, the guard for Akron, we've seen him, and he's just been phenomenal all year. And player of the year. Yes, he's been phenomenal all year. I think this one's going to be really close, but I'm going to go with Maryland here. I think, um, you know, they have Jalen Smith. I think the big down low, I think that's something that Akron's going to have a hard time dealing with. So I'm going to go Maryland. Yeah, Akron is not big, and I, I, for the same reason, I'm going to have to pick Maryland. I, I just don't think they'll be able to compete with Maryland's size. Um, let's keep on moving it forward. Six versus 11 game, uh, UCLA, the 11 seed, which we move forward, um, versus Penn State, uh, the 6 seed. Kind of a surprise this year. Penn State was a little bit of a surprise. Um, I'm, I'm going to go with another upset here. I'm going to go with UCLA. I think they're a, a little bit of a hotter team right now. Uh, Moses Brown um, is a really solid uh, big man. So I'm going to go with UCLA. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you, actually. I think Penn State uh, didn't finish the year that well. They had three straight losses to end uh, their season, including a loss at Northwestern. So I'm going to go with UCLA. I think their run will continue. Next, we have 3-14 versus 14, Villanova and Hofstra. Um, Trevor, how much do you know about Hofstra? Uh, not too much. Didn't get a chance to watch them, unfortunately, this season. Um, and Villanova, a team who I did get to watch a few times, and earlier in the year, they didn't, they didn't really impress me. They were a little underwhelming. 
Um, but they got it together later in the year, it seemed like. So I'm going to go Villanova in this one. I think they have uh, a decent amount of experience. They have Jay, Rose, Jay Wright as their coach, so I'm going to go Villanova. Um, yeah, I, I can't pick Hofstra. I just can't. Uh, I think Villanova is a solid team. I I don't think they're a great team. I don't know how far they're going to go in this bracket. I, I think, you know, Dayton got a really good draw in this bracket. Um, for, you know, for the one that we're doing a pretty good draw. Um, so I'll, I'll also go with Villanova for uh, this round. Um, next up, we have Trevor, your West Virginia Mountaineers versus Utah State. Seven versus 10 matchup. Um, I'm very happy Utah State got put in. I'm kind of surprised it was at a 10. I know they were a little bubble. Oh, well, they won their conference, correct? They beat yeah. uh, Gonzaga. Yeah, it was surprising to me as well, that, though, that they were at a 10 because they were on the bubble if they would have lost. So it was surprising. I mean, San Diego State is a great resume win, so I guess maybe that, that's probably San Diego the reason. Yes, not Gonzaga. Yeah. San Diego State, yeah. yeah. So the win over that, I'm guessing, is why they put him up to a 10, but it still still was a little bit surprising to me. Yeah, no, I, I agree. It's, it is a little surprising, just that one win. While, while it is a great win, I mean, that bumps you up from a bubble team to a 10. Um, right. That is interesting. But um, you know what, Trevor? I'm going to piss you off a little bit here. I don't believe in West Virginia. They have, they, uh-huh. have, they are not doing so well recently, right? Not doing so hot. Um, no. So I'm going to have to pick Utah State here. I, I like Utah State. I hope that they would have made it, even if they lost. Um, so I'm going to go with Utah State. I don't know if – can you go against – what are you, you going to do here, Trevor? Uh, this is this is a really tough one, you know. Um, totally unbiased here. I think this is a really good matchup. Uh, just for any neutral fan, I think it would be a very close game. Um, but I'm going to go with West Virginia. I think they are the better team. I think they have more talent. You know, you have Derek Culver and Oscar Shibway up in the front court. I think that's going to be hard to deal with for Utah State. They do have Nemias Kada, um, but he's coming off an injury. He's been a little on and off. Um, and I don't think Sam Merrill's going to be able to put together like in this amazing 30 plus point performance. I think we're going to be able to slow him down. Our defense has played very well. So I think West Virginia is going to win this. All right, Ben, Barry Trevor's team. What are you thinking? I am a big believer, especially in this uh, NCAA tournament. I'm a big believer that if you get hot at the right time, it can pay off in the long run. And I think Utah State got hot at the right time. Woo! I'm wow. going to pick Utah State. I'm sorry, Trevor. I think West Virginia is a better team. But I think Utah State is hot at the right time in this situation. So Killed them. First round out for West Virginia. I, I do want to point out, I don't think West Virginia is a terrible team. I just think they've been so bad recently that, you know, against a team, a Utah State team that just came off this really nice win, and they were going to be well-rested. So I, I think Utah State would take it. Let's go down to the next matchup after Trevor, you know, is in some sorrows there. Florida State, Northern Kentucky, 2 versus 15. I'm going to come out of the gate. Florida State, I talked about this before we started the podcast, has really come kind of out of nowhere as a whole, not just this year, just as a whole. Um, and I like the program they have going there. I, I'm going to go with Florida State. Um, kind of an easy decision. I don't believe a ton in NKU. They were not the top seed um, or projected to win in their, um, in the uh, Horizon League, I believe they're in. Um, so I'm going to go with Florida State. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to go with Florida State. North Kentucky, I mean, they, they definitely had a really good You know, like they have uh, Tyler Sharp and Jalen Tate, who's from, I believe, like Southwest Ohio. I think he's from around your area, Ben, if I'm not oh, mistaken. Jalen no Tate. I'm pretty sure. I think he went to a high school around uh, that area. So um, they have some good players, but I'm going to go Florida State here. They've been so strong all year, and um, it's going to be interesting to see um, if they how far they go in, our, in all yeah. our tournament. And again, I I know I mentioned this, but this is this is not a super duper strong uh, region. So I I'm interested to see who we decide comes out of this. 
Um, you know, do we do we take the mid-major that's the one seed that's done, you know, amazing, or do we take some of these teams like a Villanova or Florida State that are a little more experienced? We'll have to see. You guys will have to tune in uh, next episode to see, you know, how far they go. But let's go to the other, you know, top of the bracket. What, what are we at on time here, Trevor? I got around 30 minutes. So we'll, we'll see. Maybe we'll see if we yep. continue into that, into the third round this time or or not. But let's start it off. Gonzaga, North Carolina Central. Um, Gonzaga, a great team, won uh, the their conference. What do you think? Yeah, I'm going with tough Gonzaga decision. here. I'm going with Gonzaga. There's no re- reason to really entertain this. They've been so strong all year. Yeah, Gonzaga's uh, Gonzaga's too good. Uh, Gonzaga's gonna they're gonna go far in my opinion. Let's keep on moving it along. LSU and eight seed beat our Bowling Green Falcons. Have had some bad losses um, versus Oklahoma. The nine uh, again, another team that was not supposed to do super well, but has done better as of recent. Um, who are you taking in this matchup? Um, and this one, I'm going to take LSU. I think that uh, LSU is the better team. Oklahoma um, has been on and off. They've been inconsistent. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go with LSU here. Yeah, no, I agree. LSU has the firepower, too. They got the five stars, the high four stars. I just believe that LSU has you know the better chance here uh, to take this game. Moving along, we got my Michigan Wolverines, the five seed versus Yale, the 12. Um, Yale was actually the first uh, winner of uh their I think they were the first winner besides maybe besides Utah State of their conference, but they were definitely the first winner to not play in a in a conference championship. Um so what what do you think about this matchup, Trevor? Are you gonna get some revenge on me? Are you gonna pick Yale? Um so Michigan, um all year they've been a team where I think they've kind of overachieved. And I wasn't I wasn't really surprised by that. I thought Michigan was a top 25 team coming into the season, or at least right around the fringe of top 25. And um, they played well, um, or at least better to end the season. Yale's another dangerous team. I think if it was another five seed, I might consider taking Yale. But I think Michigan's uh, really good when it gets to March. So I'm going to go Michigan. Yeah, Michigan statistically over the last four years, I think it's either four or five has had the most wins um, in the tournament too. Um, so I, I, I mean, I'm going to take Michigan, but here's the thing about Michigan. I, I, I'd be very interested to see how well they would have done if they were fully healthy for the full year. They definitely overachieved. I mean, many people thought they were a fringe tournament team coming into the year. And that's, I, I agree with that. I thought they were, they overachieved in Juwan Howard's first year, but be ready. Next year is going to be a dangerous year for the Wolverines. Dangerous. They got too many good players coming in. Um, to not do super well. Um, so I'm going to take Michigan in this matchup. Moving along to New Mexico State, Oregon. New Mexico State head coach Chris Jans, previous coach at uh, Bowling Green. Um, so this is an interesting matchup. Uh, can Peyton Richard, uh, you know, take it away, or does New Mexico State take it away? What do you think, Trevor? Um, so in general, I think this region's a pretty strong one. So I think like, I agree. The, the four seed, like the one through five or one through six, is like really strong here and again if this was a different four seed if it was like a maryland i might pick new mexico state but i think oregon's a really good team peyton pritchard the seventh year senior as i like to say um just phenomenal we saw his ball handling skills on a video a couple days ago um so i'm going oregon yeah yeah no i i Again, exact same philosophy. I'm going to pick Oregon here. I, I really like New Mexico State. I think they're a strong team. You know, you put them against a Wisconsin or a Maryland, pretty much any other fourth seed except uh, them and maybe Louisville too. Um, I, I think Oregon's really good. I, I don't see them losing to New Mexico State. Moving along, we got the Candy Cane uh, Pants in Indiana, the 11th seed versus BYU, the 6th seed. Um, 
I this is a hard matchup for me uh, to predict. I'm gonna let you go first again here, Trevor, because I don't know what I'm gonna do yet. I have to decide. Um, I don't think it's as difficult for me. I think Indiana has been very consistent. Um, they haven't played well in uh, some different stretches in the year, whereas BYU has played really well um, recently. Um, they had the win over Gonzaga uh, about a month ago or so, or now it might be a little bit more than a month. But either way, BYU has been playing better um, recently. So I think BYU is going to win this one. Yeah, no, I it's tough for me because I think Indiana's played better recently, and I don't know how much faith I have in BYU. I know you just said that it's strong one through six. I don't think BYU is quite as strong as you say. Um, I, I'm going to let Ben decide this one. I'm going to go with Indiana. Um, I think they've had some good quality wins, um, I, and they've played you know a lot of good teams really well. So I'm going to go with Indiana. Ben, what, what, what are your thoughts here? Um, I, I, I like Indiana because I love Archie. They've been so inconsistent this year. Every time they impress me, the next game, they don't impress me. They do something to make me lose interest in them. So I got to go BYU. I'm just, I've been more impressed with BYU this year. It would have been interesting to see Indiana in the tournament, I think, because if they're hot, they're hot, and they play really well. Um, but, you know, I, I, I don't hate the decision. I, I like it. Um, let's move forward. The three-seed Seton Hall versus Eastern Washington 14 seed. Another team did Seton Hall not perform to their, uh, you know, what people believed. What do you, what do you think, Trevor? Was Seton Hall a little underperformer or not really? Um, I don't think so. I mean, there were certain stretches, like like any team. You know, every, every team has their stretches where they're not playing quite as well. Um, in, in their last two games, um, at least they, they lost to Creighton and Villanova. Two good teams, but nevertheless, they lost both of those. Um, but I still believe in Seton Hall. Uh, Miles Powell has just been phenomenal this year. One of my favorite players uh, this season in college basketball. So I'm going Seton Hall. Yeah, Seton Hall all the way. Uh, I, I think Seton Hall is a strong team. And I, I really agree. Those top four or five, I wouldn't go five. I don't think Michigan's quite that strong. But those top four seeds in this bracket are all really, really good. Or this region, I should say. It's going to be interesting to see where they go. So Seton Hall is going to be my pick. Let's move forward to Texas Tech and Arizona. Uh, Trevor, you have been saying for weeks about how dangerous Texas Tech is. Um, they got this matchup with Arizona, uh, highly recruited players in Arizona. What do you think here? Yeah, so you got Arizona, the team with uh, you got some five-star freshmen and some, uh, you know, some draft prospects and Nico Mannion, Zeke Naji, um, Zeke Naji, who recently just declared for the draft. And Arizona is a fun team to watch. Um, when I got the chance to see them earlier in the season, but I think Texas Tech is really dangerous. They they play in the Big 12, which is a tough conference. So they have obviously lost a decent amount of games, but I'm going Texas Tech here. I think they're a dangerous team, and you know they got Chris Beard as their coach. I do not believe in Texas Tech nearly as much as you do. They are 18-13, and 13, 71 in RPI. Uh, you look at Arizona, who is 33 in RPI, 21-11 and 11, um, in uh, a Pac-12 conference. Uh, well, Big 12 is definitely probably a little bit of a better conference. I actually think they are quite comparable this year. The Pac-12 did not disappoint quite as much as normal. Um, you know, they got Arizona State, you got Oregon, USC. They had good teams in there. I I think Arizona pulls this off. I, I don't see the upset. I do not see the love for Texas Tech that you have. So, Ben, this is going to go over to you. What do you think? Um, see, I'm the opposite of you, Brandon. I just I do not see it in Arizona. I okay. think they're pretty good. I'm just not that impressed with them. Texas Tech, obviously not as good as last year, but... I have too much faith in Crispy. I gotta go Texas Tech. I, I understand it. Let's keep on moving to San Diego State. A uh, a nice surprise of a team this year in UC Irvine. San Diego State being undefeated for I mean so long. Uh, I feel like this is a pretty easy decision. I'm gonna go with San Diego State. I don't see UC Irvine even competing in this game. 
Yeah, I agree. Um, UC Irvine, they've had uh, some good years in their conference the past few years. They made some tournament appearances, but you got to go San Diego State here. Just a phenomenal year for them. And let's move on over to the last region. We got Baylor, a little bit of a surprise. I mean, they were supposed to do well, but not definitely not this well versus the 16th seed Winthrop. Uh, again, pretty easy decision. I'm going to go with Baylor here. I don't see any 16 seeds beating a one seed this year. Yeah, I agree. We're not going to see a 16 seed upset this year. I'm going with Baylor. Move over to the 9-8 matchup in Rutgers and St. Mary's. Um, I think, have we taken all nines? Am I, am I wrong? No, we have not. No, we took Houston. We took LSU, too. Houston's an 8. Uh, LSU is also an 8. Uh, the only 9 we have taken yeah. is Florida. Um, yeah. So I'm going to make it 2-2. I think Rutgers takes this game. I don't think St. Mary's is quite as good this year. Um, Rutgers has had some good games this year. Uh, they've even been ranked in the top 25 a couple times. I'm a much bigger believer in Rutgers than St. Mary's, which is amazing I'm saying that. But, yeah, Rutgers will win this game. Yeah, you know, congrats to Rutgers. I mean, this is just huge for their program uh, to make the tournament. But I got to go St. Mary's. I think the, the WCC the, the WCC in general, the whole conference, has uh, been better. You have three strong teams in that conference. Usually it's just Gonzaga, but, you know, this season it's Gonzaga, BYU, and St. Mary's. So I'm taking St. Mary's here. Um, I think they've been very good. Jordan Ford, he's one of my, fa- he's one of my favorite players as well to watch in college basketball this year, along with Miles Powell. Yeah, I gotcha. Um, so let's move it along um, to Ohio State and no, Steven. Ben, ben has to, hold on, hold on. you pick Rutgers. Oh, my bad. Ben my, bad. my bad. My bad. Brent, break the, break the time. Um, I got to go St. Mary's. Like like uh, Trevor said, I love Jordan Ford. I think he's fantastic. I got to go St. Mary's. Or, All yeah. right, let's, uh, let's keep on moving along. Ohio State and Stephen F. Austin. Very interesting matchup. Stephen F. Austin, 28-3 and this year. Um, Ohio State started off the year super-duper hot. I mean... They got uh, right up towards the, I think they were, they, they might have even been two or three at a point in time. Um, yeah. So Ohio State fans, your team was good at a point in time. I don't know if you know, but it is true. Uh, you do have a basketball team. So uh, Ohio State five seed, Stephen of Austin 12 seed. Trevor, what do you think? <laughs> um, yeah, Ohio State had a good year uh, for sure. There was a mm-hmm. point where. I, just, I don't um... want their fans to forget that they have a basketball team. It's very important to me. That... <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I'm with you on that. But uh, they started off the year really well. They destroyed North Carolina early in the season when yep. North Carolina was ranked in the top 10. Fortunately, they didn't uh, end up being a very good team. They also destroyed Villanova. Um, just some, so just some huge performances. Um, mid Midway through the season, they kind of were on a down spiral, and then they kind of picked it up again toward the end of the season. So I'm going to go with Ohio State here. Stephen F. Austin, they've been good in the past. Um, there was one year where they beat West Virginia and kind of made a run in the tournament. But I don't think that's this year. I think Ohio State's going to win. So, so far, we have picked only one five seed to come out. Um, and really? I'm going to have to make that one 2-2 also. Stephen F. Austin going 28-3. It's quite impressive. Uh, Ohio State, I'm, I'm just not as impressed with. Um, if, if you put this game you know, kind of, I'd say at the 15th game of the year, this would have been a blow in my mind. But I, I just have a little more faith in Stephen F. Austin. I, I think Ohio State has their days where they're really, really great, and then they have their days they're just terrible. Um, and I don't see them winning this one. I, I have Stephen F. Austin, so we're going to have to break it to uh, break the tie, Ben. It's all up to you. Um, I got to go Ohio State. Even as crazy as this year has been, I cannot see a scenario where 3 12 win. I, 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 Stephen F. Austin's good, but I think Ohio State would, I think they'd pull it. It is acceptable. We will move along to Louisville and Vermont. Vermont, a very good 13. Um, another team who, uh, there was a point in time where they would have been the number one overall seed probably, um, and they are now a four. Trevor, what do you think? 
Yeah, this is another tough one for me because Vermont is one of the strong mid-majors in college basketball, and um, they had another strong year. You know, they it seems like they kind of just own the America East. Um, they've they've won a lot of conference championships in the past five ten years. Um, earlier in the season, they almost beat Virginia. Um, they played Cincy had a close matchup there, and very strong in their conference again. Um, Louisville, they were a team who was one of the front runners early in the season. Um, obviously a lot of talent on that team and this is super tough, but I'm going to go with Vermont. I think, um, they're a team. Anthony lamb is just, you know, Anthony lamb, he's at his best in the biggest game. So I'm going to go Vermont. Uh, as of right now, we have picked no 14 or 13 seeds to win. I believe, I don't think we have one winning. Um, so I, I think this is tough for me. I, I don't know really where to go with this. Um, and, I, I think Vermont has the ability to win. Um, and I think Louisville is at heart a really, really good team. Um, so I, I'm going to go with Louisville. I want to see where Ben's head is at with this matchup. Um, I, I think really it could go either way. I would not be upset with any of these teams winning. Uh, so, Ben, what do you think? Um, I got to go Louisville. I just I can't see. Vermont's good, a good team. They are. I've watched a couple games. But I, I can't see Jordan War letting Louisville uh, lose this game. I think. Chris Mack, as much as I don't like him, I think he's a great coach. I think Louisville would play. <laughs> Moving along to the 6 versus 11, Virginia in Cincinnati. Another very interesting matchup. A, a Virginia team that definitely did not play uh, how well they were supposed to. Um, it'll be very interesting against a Cincinnati team. Um, there are some decent players on the team uh, that can really play. Uh, Virginia's, of course, got the one of the better defensive teams in the country. Um, but they are not the best at scoring uh, a ton of points. Uh, Trevor, I think I'm going to go with Cincinnati here. Uh, I, I just don't have faith in Virginia at all. Um, and I, I know in the beginning of the year, Cincinnati struggled quite a lot. Uh, our Bowling Green Falcons beat them. Um, but I, I got I to gotta go with Cincinnati here. Uh, I'm going to go with Virginia. I'm going to have to disagree on this one. I think these are both, especially Virginia, uh, these are both good defensive teams. Uh, but I think Virginia is the better defensive team. I think they will uh, win this one. Um, so, yeah. Ben? All up to you. It's the deciding factor. I think this is a super interesting matchup. Um, Cincinnati, I think they started off slow, but I think they finished the year strong. But I think Virginia's defense is too much for them. I, I mean, Cincinnati's got some good players. They got Cumberland. They got Keith Williams. But I think Virginia would lock them down. I think Virginia wins this one. All right. Let's move along to uh, Bradley and, you know, the team that sucks, Michigan State, 3-14. and 14. Um I'm just going to start off. There's no way I could ever put Michigan State forward. I'm picking Bradley. I don't care. I know it's no, biased. Not. I don't no, care. I'm not. picking Bradley. I'm picking Bradley. All right. Well, Bradley ben and I is my are going to overrule you. Uh, ben and I are going to pick Michigan State anyway. Uh, That's yeah, okay. I'm going I just, Michigan I, State. I can't do it. it. I mean, the talent gap here is so wide. Michigan State's so much better. So it's it's got to be Michigan State. It's got to be Cash Winston and the crew. Ben? I have to go Michigan State, the best basketball program in the state of Michigan. I have to go Michigan State. <laughs> oh, okay. Ben, I, I think this will be your last facts episode only. on the podcast. Hey, I'm just speaking facts, man. All right. Michigan State will uh, take that one. Next, we have Illinois and USC. This is a very interesting matchup. I think these are two very closely ranked teams. Trevor, who do you think comes out? Oh, man. This is so tough. Um, you got a USC team who they have um, – I can't even pronounce his name – Onyeka – a Kongwu, he played with Lamella yeah. Ball at Chino Top Hills. 10 recruit. Top and, 10 recruit. Or yeah, top 10 played, prospect, I should say. Yeah, exactly. He's in a lot of mock drafts. He's projected to go top 10. 
Uh, he played at Chino Hills with the Ball Brothers. Uh, you have Illinois, who Io DeSumo, um, mm-hmm. another great player this First year in college basketball. Up. Yeah, he might be. Um, so this one's a tough one for sure. The 7-10s usually are uh, tough, but I'm going to go with Illinois. The Big Ten has been such a strong conference this year. Illinois, just like Rutgers, um, kind of a surprise in the Big Ten. They haven't been good recently, but uh, I'm going to Illinois here. You know, USC was picking it up towards the end. I'm going to go with USC. I picked uh, two tens, if I counted correctly. Um, I, I think Illinois was great in their home floor, but wasn't quite as good on the away floor. So I'm going to go with USC. Ben, it's going to go down to you. I got to go Illinois. I've watched USC play a couple times this year. I haven't been super impressed with them. Um, I think Illinois will have the best player on the court in that game in IO. So I'm going to go Illinois. It's a solid pick. Let's move along. Um, if I'm reading this correct, we have a Creighton two seed against Little Rock 15. Um, well, I wonder when the last time Creighton was a two seed. Because that's, I don't remember them being that high ever. Uh, I, right? don't, I can't remember. Not in our lifetime. They have never been that high. That's for sure. This is definitely a, a, another interesting region. Um, I feel like teams like Michigan State and Louisville got a really good draw with Baylor um, and Creighton um, as the one and two seeds. So uh, who do you have in this matchup? Little Rock versus Creighton. Uh, I'm going to go Creighton here. Creighton's been strong all year. To me, actually, they've been a surprise. I I didn't expect Creighton to be this good at all. Um, but I got to go Creighton here. They've had such a great year. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to go with Creighton, too. I, I don't see team seed winning, um, you know, like I probably said it earlier. Um, so that that's going to be the, the whole third round. Right now, what, what's our time? We're at 45 minutes. Should we stop it here? I feel like... Because that's mm, technically nah. half the games, right? I think I think we can go and do the next round, and I think you know it'll we'll round out around an hour and a half, I think, or maybe less if we do that. All right, but what do what do you think? We do another round. You want to do another round? I think we push forward. I think we finish the first weekend of games. Let's do it. Yep. All right, fourth round or third round of games. Excuse me. We have Kansas and Houston. Trevor, this is a good game. What do you think? Yeah, I think this will be definitely a good game. Um, Houston, you know, they're they're a team who, um, in the past few years, they've been good. Again, like I said before, Kelvin Sampson. Um, they had a chance to make a deep run before Jordan Poole and Michigan broke their hearts a few years ago. Um, but I got to go Kansas here. I think Kansas is just too strong. Um, if it was another one seed, maybe Houston could do it. But I think Kansas is very strong. Devon Dotson, Yudoka Azabuki. Uh, so Kansas is moving on. Yeah, I, I like Houston a lot. I think it's going to be a super close game. I, I would even go so far into saying it would probably go into overtime. I, I will also pick Kansas. I just think Kansas is such a good team this year. Um, and, uh, you know, they have a really, really great chance to win it all. Um, moving along, we have Liberty and Wisconsin. I'm picking Liberty. Let's get the 12 seed moving along. I don't <laughs> believe in Wisconsin uh, quite as much here. Um, I think they're not a bad team. I, I just think Liberty's going to pull this one off. we got a hot Liberty team. Yeah, there's something that just is telling me, go Liberty. Yep. So I yep. am going to go with Liberty. I'm going to go with my – I, I, I want to see them go far. Um, and I think they're, they got the talent to do it. They got the, you know, the experience, and they've just played very well this year. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a good pick. Um, we got Eastern Tennessee State and Duke. Um, is, is this a tough matchup? What do you think? Um, I, I think ultimately I, I don't think this one will be that close. I think Duke's going to take it. I think the matchup, I think it'll be a matchup problem for Eastern Tennessee State. I think Vernon Carey is going to dominate this one. Yeah, no matchup for Duke. This is an easy decision. Duke takes this game. I did say they win by 27. Exactly. 
in this game. <laughs> I know we will never know, but that is my prediction. <laughs> Providence, Kentucky is up next. We have the seven verse two. This is another interesting one, Trevor. What, what, what do you think? Yeah, this is such a tough one. You know, in the past, we've had these like two seven matchups, like some really good two seven matchups that have um, resulted in like like a seven seed who maybe is playing better than a seven seed lately, which which I think is the case with Providence here. But I, it's tough, but I got to go with Kentucky. I think they've just been too strong. Um, Providence, you know, I, I keep saying this, like if it's any other team, maybe like if it's another two seed, maybe Providence can do it, but it's not going to happen here. Kentucky's been too strong all year. So he, here's, here's what I think here. I think that Kentucky's going to have a bad game. I say Providence wins this one. Now, saying that, Whatever Ben happens. decides, if Kentucky wins, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to say it. I say Kentucky goes to the Final Four if Kentucky wins this game. So, Ben, you're going to kind of be a big, it's a big decision. I think that Providence can pull this one off. I, I have high hopes yeah. for this game. Um, I know I didn't even think Providence would win the Arizona State game. I understand that. But <laughs> Kentucky's had these games where they just let them go away from, just completely go away from them. And I, I think Providence has the ability to do that to Kentucky. So, Ben, it's going to be all up to you. What do you think? I think this is a super interesting matchup. I agree. Uh, like I said earlier, Providence, they got hot at the right time. I think they would come to this game ready to play. Um, I think a lot of people, especially after Kentucky lost to Evansville, I think a lot of people kind of forgot just how good Kentucky is. And I still think they're a really good team. I got to go Kentucky. I think, I think they're a fantastic team. It's a good pick. All it's right. still a good pick. Let's move I was forward. Very, we have... I was very close to picking Providence. I was very close. I think they'd be a I, really good game. I, I think that'd be just such a fun game to watch. I, I really wanted Providence to doing some work uh i i just think there's a lot of games kentucky's played where like even on their home floor i forget the game that i watched mo- most recently um and it was an sec game but they were playing someone and whatever whatever team they played played them really well on their home floor and like really just i think kentucky ended up winning but the game was pretty one-sided until the end um you know on kentucky's Florida, home like floor. Florida. they played florida and florida had a big lead and then they came back and beat florida but it was yeah they did they didn't play well in that game Kentucky. Yeah. Well, speaking of Florida, we have Dayton versus Florida, a one versus nine. Um, this is an easy decision for me. Um, but I'll let you go first, Trevor. Yeah, you know, I don't think it's that easy because I think Florida is a very dangerous nine seed. Um, I think they got a lot of talent on their team: Andrew Nemhart, Scotty Lewis, Keontae Johnson, Noah Locke. But I think Dayton is really good. Obi Toppin, Jalen Crutcher, uh, you know, Mike Sell. I got to go Dayton here. They've just been so strong all year, I think. And I think uh, it's going to continue. I think the run's going to continue for Dayton. Yeah, this doesn't stop for Dayton. This is easy for me. Dayton is, is uh, Ben, I'm giving you a big head, but Dayton is such a good team. There, there's just not a lot that the team does wrong. Um, and while being roommates of Ben, I watched my good sum of Dayton games. Um, and I, I just feel like they're, they're a very complete team. There's a lot of aspects that Dayton has that most teams, I think, don't have, and that's why it's such an easy decision for me. Dayton goes on to the Sweet 16. Moving along, we have Richmond and Virginia. We got the nice 12 versus 4. Um, another interesting matchup. Uh, what do you think here, Trevor? Yeah, Richmond and Maryland. Um, wow. And this one, see, I, I didn't advance Richmond in either of the previous games, but there's part of me that's like, man, I don't believe in Maryland. Um, it's going to be tough, though. With Jalen Smith from Maryland, it's going to be tough for Richmond to guard him down low. Um, then you got Anthony Cowan from Maryland, some good guard play. But I, 
I think I'm going to go Richmond. I think Maryland just is going to have a bad game in this one. So, yeah, I'm going to go Richmond. Richmond is a wonderful defensive team, and I think it, it prevails here. I agree with you. Let's move Richmond on to the Sweet 16. I don't know when the last time was they reached the 16, Sweet 16. They might not have ever done it, um, but they're going to do it here in our fictitious bracket. Moving along, we have UCLA and Villanova. Um, one blue blood, one half blue blood. What do you think, Trevor? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Villanova here. Uh, I think UCLA's run is going to end. Uh, Villanova with Jay Wright. I think their team is too strong uh, for UCLA to take them down. So Villanova is my selection. You know, this is a hard one for me. I think UCLA is a little bit hot, and this is the type of game I could see Villanova losing. Um, just they, they have weak points. They're a great team, but they have weak points. Um, and I, I, I think I'm going to move UCLA here. I think I want to see what Ben has to say. I'm not going to be upset with the Villanova pick because I think this is going to be a really good game. Um, and again, this is just the type of game that I could see Villanova losing. These are the types of games that they do lose. So, Ben, what do you think here? Uh, this is a tough one because, like I said earlier, UCLA, they'd be coming in really hot. They played well at the end of the year. But I, I, I have too much faith in Jay Wright. I think he would pull it out. I, I think Villanova would prevail there. All right, all right. All solid right. pick. Moving along to Utah State and Florida State. Um, another good matchup. I think Florida State's too strong. I have a lot of faith in Florida State. Um, like I said, the program they've built over those past couple of years is really, really solid. Yeah, um, another tough one here for me, but I am going to agree with you. I'm Florida State, um, they've been so good all year, so consistent. So yeah, Florida State. Let's keep it moving. Go to the next region. Um, in the next region, we have a Gonzaga-LSU game. Now, LSU was ranked pretty high at the there's going to be a tough matchup for Gonzaga, but Gonzaga is too strong. Gonzaga is another great, great, great team. Um, so I'm moving Gonzaga along. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm going to go Gonzaga. You know, LSU. Um, I've seen them a couple. They've had some like shooting problems. I don't think they're a great shooting team. Gonzaga, uh, on the other side, is a good shooting team. So I, there could see. I think there could be a scenario where Gonzaga just kind of uh, blows LSU out. Honestly. Yeah, I, I, I see exactly what you're saying. Um, so let's keep on uh, moving it forward. We got Michigan and Oregon. Um, and this game gives me nightmares. It does. I, I have this nightmare of Dylan Brooks beating Michigan. Um, and it's, it's terrible. I keep on reliving because that Michigan team was so good a couple years ago. Um, and so much of me wants to bring Michigan. But I love this Oregon team. I, I'm bringing Oregon along. I think uh, Michigan got a bad draw in the sense that Oregon is just too good. Um, so I, I don't think, I think a Michigan team that really overperformed this year and just did really well next year is going to come back and hopefully beat Oregon, um, if they play them in the tournament. So I'm, I'm going to go with Oregon here as much as it pains me to say. Yeah. You know, this is a rematch from earlier in the season where Oregon beat Michigan 71 to 70 in a very good game that if you remember, we actually were watching when mm -hmm. we were at, uh, the restaurant in Columbus before we went and saw Bronny James, we caught the end of this game. And it was a fantastic game. I think when they play again, uh, it would if they played again, I think it would be another fantastic game. And I think Oregon would win again. I think Peyton Pritchard, senior leadership, I think would prevail and Oregon would win. Yeah, it, it would be a good game for sure. I 100% believe it would be a good game. All right, moving along next, um, we have... Moving along next, we have BYU Seton Hall. Um, and this is another interesting game. I'm, I'm going to go with Seton Hall here. 
Um, so this one, another tough one, but I'm going to have to disagree with you here. I'm going to go with BYU. Um, late in the season, they played some really strong games. Again, the, the win against Gonzaga. Um, so they've been really strong. And I'm going to take BYU. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it, this Really, I, I can't believe you picked BYU. So, Ben, it's going to go to you. What do you think? I think I think Seton Hall is too strong of a team. I think BYU has been good all year. They've shown uh, some good signs against good teams, but I think Seton Hall is a fantastic team. I got to go Seton Hall. All righty, let's keep on moving it forward. Um, we got Texas Tech and San Diego State. Trevor, what do you think? Um, so this is one where you know I like the either the ten two or seven two. I usually look for one of those teams uh, to win, and I was really considering Providence. But instead of going with Providence, I'm going to go with Texas Tech. I think they're going to pull the upset over San Diego State. San Diego State, you had a great season, but you haven't played quite as well later in the season. And I think Texas Tech, and yeah, they've lost a lot of games this season, but I think they're going to pull it out. Chris Beard in the tournament, I think after that uh, brutal loss to Virginia last year, he's going to want some uh, revenge. Look, I, I don't understand the Texas Tech love. I, I, I didn't pick them earlier. I'm not picking them again. I got San Diego State. We're going to go to Ben. What do you think, Ben? Come on, I think, Ben. I think San Diego State pulls it out. I don't, think, I don't think Malachi Flynn lets them uh, lets them lose to Texas Tech. As much as I love I, Texas Tech, I think San Diego State's better. I just don't see this love for um, for Texas Tech. I, I don't understand it. I, I don't see where you're getting it from. But you know what? Let's Let's move on. Texas Tech is down. Uh, we got a couple more games, and we're going to finish out the podcast here today. Baylor and St. Mary's. Uh, St. Mary's is not a team that I picked earlier, and I'm not going to pick them again. Um, I'm going to take Baylor here. Baylor, another strong team, just just continuously wins a lot of games. I'm going to go with Baylor. Yeah, another tough one here because I think St. Mary's has played so well, but I'm going to go with Baylor. They've been a very solid team. Jared Butler and you know uh, the rest of the guys. I think Baylor has been very strong, and they will beat St. Mary's. Um, moving along, we got Ohio State and Louisville. Um, I actually think Louisville is too strong for Ohio State. I'm going to take Louisville in a, kind of a decent blood. I'll say they win by nine or probably ten. Yeah, so I'm going to agree. I think that um, Ohio State um, definitely would have wanted Vermont instead of Louisville. Um, but in our picks, we, uh, you guys both picked Louisville. So um, I think Louisville is going to beat Ohio State here. Alrighty, perfect. Moving along to Virginia and the Trash Green team, uh, also known as Michigan State. Um, Trevor, go ahead. You can go first. Um, so I kind of already know who you're gonna pick, and I'm gonna pick I don't Michigan. Think you know State. who I'm gonna pick? You don't know I, who I'm gonna pick. We'll see. But I'm picking Michigan State here. Cassius Winston. They've they played so well to end the year here. Virginia has played good as well to end, and I think this will be a phenomenal game for a three six matchup. Getting uh, Tom Izzo and um, you know, uh, Tony, Tony, Ben. I'm just forgetting the coach's name. Um, but yeah, it's been I think a while. Michigan State it's been a while here. This one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not going to take Michigan state in any games. Uh, I'm going to pick Virginia. Pretty easy decision. They'll win by 45. <sighs> ben over to you. Definitely not. The only problem I have Brandon with your theory is that Virginia can't score enough points to win by 45. I it's going to be 45 to nothing. I think it's going to be a low scoring game, but I don't think Virginia has the offensive firepower to win. I got to take Michigan state. Best program. Yeah. Prevails. Okay. Uh, it's, it's wrong there. But all right. Our last matchup of the day, we have Illinois and Creighton. This is a kind of an interesting matchup. I, I, I don't know. What do you think here, Trevor? Yeah. Um, another good uh, 2-7 here. 
I'm going to actually go with upset. I'm going to go with Illinois. I think we're going to see a good Big Ten matchup coming up between Illinois and Michigan State. So I'm going to take Illinois over Creighton. Yeah, you know, I, I think I got to do the same thing. I, I like Illinois here. I, I don't I don't understand how Creighton became a two seed. Um, I, I just I, I don't see the rise here. Um, I'm going to pick Illinois um, to, to wrap up our round of 32. So we will hopefully post the bracket in the description. That's my goal. Um, as opposed to you guys can see it. Um, but I think that's going to wrap up the episode. Any last words, Trevor, Ben, any of you guys have any last words you want to say here? Yeah, I mean, just like if it were just just me personally, I think I'd have Texas Tech moving on. Um, and, and there's a couple other ones. But I, I think we got some really interesting matchups coming up. It's interesting that we have two 12 seeds, it looks like, moving yeah. forward to play one seeds in the Sweet 16. So that's definitely interesting. Uh, we definitely got, you know, a decent amount of upsets. Not too many, but it seems like we got a good amount because there's always, you know, a good amount of upsets. We didn't go straight chalk, so I think that's good. And, um, yeah, I mean, got some good matchups. Yeah, no, I'm liking this bracket. The only thing that, like, really, really bothers me is I don't understand how Michigan State's even in the bracket to start with. Uh, it's such a terrible program. That's just me personally. Um, but in all seriousness, I, I think, no, this is a really good bracket. I, I like where we're heading with this. I don't think there are any, uh, you know, terrible decisions that have been made. Um, but yeah, no, I like this bracket and I, I think that's kind of what we'll wrap it up. Ben, any last words? Um, no, I think it's a good bracket. It's depressing that we're doing this and not actually watching them play, but that is true. That is I, true. We're, we're doing mm-hmm. the best with what we can. And, um, it's interesting. It's been such a crazy year in college basketball. I think it's, it's fun just thinking about like these games happening, even though they're never going to happen. It's fun just imagining them happening. So it is, yeah, it, 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 it would have been fun to, you know, see, this all play out. But with that being said, uh, we'll close off this episode today. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, just a quick reminder, please stay safe, keep your distance, wash your hands. Um, don't, yeah. you know, go somewhere if you're not feeling well, if you know, if you're working and you got to work, but you're having, you know, a little cough and stuff, please don't go to work. It's just not that serious. Um, but uh, follow us all on Twitter and follow small baller pod at small baller pod. Um, you know, we really appreciate all you guys' support. I know we, we took a little bit of a break there just trying to figure out logistically how to do all this, but we figured it out. We'll be back. We'll be all good. Um, so thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Go Falcons.